0: Rashi Bezdin, Dayonim and Rabbonim. The Hanhola decided to make the 200th year dinners moments of reflection rather than fundraising as necessary as it is or rather than only fundraising. But there's a time in a person's life, there's a time in a Moises' existence To make a matzeva, 200 years is a time to make some sort of cheshben. I am perhaps the longest bacher who learned in the mirror. I came to the Mir almost 50 years ago as a bacher. I came to Silver Spring 25 years, 22 years ago, but I didn't leave the mirror. And it's a moment together to sit and to ponder a bit about the Me Yeshiva. I was sitting and looking at the exhibition and I was asking myself, is it 200 years of the Me Yeshiva or the 200th year of the Me Yeshiva? 200 years means 200 times one year of existence. And I was looking at the chart. What's continuous? Yes, we sat and learned, the city learned a thousand places. Is it in the same shtetl? Far from it. Is it the same family? No, it's changed. Is it the same dar halimud A lot has happened in 200 years. Is it the same Tkufer? When the mir started, the Goyen was still summer the nearer. The vast majority of people still remember the Goyen. With 200 years, we might be 2,000 years ahead in how much has happened and how different we are. So is it just celebrating survival? Well, Hashem, every year we much it, there were wars and there were fires and there were turmoils and there was Machloikis and, and there was Dentiris the and there were things. Who knows the history? We don't know much of it. So, so what's the same? Is there the same? I thought a lot about it, and I would like to focus on one Nekudah that my personal experience as a Bacher, learning by Rebbeim, trying to think back, if I can think of the Nekudah, what was the Nekudah? I want to learn up two Rambams about Ava Hashem. Each one says something different, understand Ava Hashem as a convergence of two critical factors, and then try to reflect on what was, what did I absorb from my Rebbeim. The Rambam in the midst of Avos Hashem says, this is in Mishnah Torah, Ha'oyved a'hava, oysik b'tayr v'mitzvah, v'haylich b'nesi v'sachachmah, a person who is Oived me Ahava, his motive, his Derek of avod is Ahava, doesn't learn for any other reason and doesn't do mitzvahs He does the emes because it's emes. I understand it in the world of mitzvahs. Yes, a person can have a motive that he's showing off, a person can have a motive for money somewhere, but the Rambam is madgish, being Isaac and Torah also, which means that Torah, aside from being a mitzvah like any other mitzvah, that a person could have some other motive. In learning itself also, there's a sharp distinction between learning for some other reason, and could be benign, could even be a positive So, To learning because the Emes is Emes. A person can learn Torah because he intellectually is excited, he's a bright person. He could learn because it's expected, because he knows it's good, many, many reasons, some more positive, some less, but the Tzad is that the Rambam defines the central um, the, the, the f- central focus of learning Mi'avah is the Emes because it's Emes. The Rambam Maseyfa Mitzvah gives us a little bit of a different definition and focuses on something else. He says, Hi We're commanded to love HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What does it mean to love HaKadosh Baruch Hu? V'zeh Mitzvayis We should think into, we should learn, understand, ponder the Torah and His mitzvahs, the mitzvahs and His po'ulayis, ad till we understand it, vinis aneg behasagasa itachlus hatainu and we should enjoy the the that that hasaga, the ultimate of enjoyment. So, two very, very distinct aspects of Ava. Um, yes, both are wonderful. Doing the Ms because it's Ms, and it, it being Aneg. Where do these two converge? What's the Tzad Why are they both facets of Ava Hashem? And this Tainuk point is puzzling. And there has been differences of opinion over the the Doris. Nefshachayim, and so on. I mean, if I do something because I enjoy it, is that called Lishma? Uh, Why? I mean, I'm doing it because I enjoy it. Why does that become an essential component in defining Ava Sashem? So let's think a minute. Ava is a bond between two people, entities. To bond, I need to have a knot on the side of the person I'm bonding to and a knot on the side of the person who's bonding. If the rope is loose in either end, no bond is formed. What is a Baruch Hu to us? Is a Baruch the one who showers favors on us? It's true, but that's an aspect, and not always are we favored. So the type of Av that's described as how much he does for us, it's not a firm bond. If a person likes Torah because it's very, very challenging and he's intellectual and he enjoys it, he enjoys the Rishul de raisa, he enjoys the prestige that comes with it, but that's not a Baruch Hu, it's not a meat of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And at some point, the knot becomes undone because it never ever was tied to the Shorish and to the mocker. It says, When you grab someone by the coat, at some point, the person escapes and left holding a coat. Emes is the core choysem of a Baruch Hu. And if a person learns Torah because it's Emes and it's the Emes that he's focused on, it cannot become loose at that end because that is the Midah that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is chaisim with. All the other Midas, everything else HaKadosh Baruch Hu does, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does, but if we're to ask ourselves where do we have the handle that a human being can have on a Kaddish Baruch It's emes. The emes that we see in his pu'ulis, when we tight up his ashkacha correctly. And the emes that we learn up the mitzvahs and understand that emes. And that's the point that we're bonding to. On the other side, if a person does something out of a sense of duty, obligation, anticipation of some reward or uh, apprehension at some consequence. That is not bonded and welded to the person. And at some point, I either become tired of it, I stop being scared of it, or the enticement doesn't talk to me anymore. When I tie the knot to my core sense of tainuk, Oneg is the core of a person and the thing that's Me'anig the person Be'emis, the thing that the person lives for, the pleasure they lives for, is him. And if I bond Torah to that part of self, then from my end, that not stays. And when you have two knots that stay with each other, that's called Ava. That's called a kesha between two entities. So the two Rambams are complementing each other. We reach Akkadish Baruchu. The essence, so to speak, of the Akkadish Baruchu that we can reach is the MS Mipneishi Emes. That's the essence of Akkadish Baruchu that we have. And the essence of ourselves is the Mokum Oneg and Tainuk. I want to reflect on both of these pieces in some of the history of Shiva yeshiva and some of what I experienced. One of the first great rosh who was a yeshiva for almost a year years and was put on the map was Haim Leib Tokatinsky, Haim Huda Leib He was a son of the founder. Who, by the historical records we have, the founder was a Torah de Kabbalah who wanted to establish Machim Torah. His son took over, his son was the youngest son, he took over after the father had passed away and so on. And the Rabbanim decided that they would have a tryout for Rosh Hashivah. And the first person they brought in was a brilliant Talmud Chacham. They give a first name, I don't know who it is, it doesn't make a difference. And this person stood. And was Oike Harim and Treychen tremendous risk of the rice, the to roots and back and forth. It was, the, the place was on fire. And everybody said, well, no point continuing, but you know, there's, there's a ceremony, we'll take Reb tomorrow. And when Leib got up, he was on the shy side, he was quiet, and he said a shir. And nobody could ask a question. Nobody could ask a question because he started with the central point. He didn't get to it by, by, by the, the fireworks. His, his mahus, his essence was to find the core emes. And when a person treads that fine line of emes, there's no place to go with it. My father was a kind of rachis, spoke about him a few times very admiringly. And he told me once that the Bokhrim were impatient and restless and they wanted to hear the new Torah. And there was a Sugimba Matsia that they got riled up and they, they had tons of kashas that they're gonna attack him with. And he changed the meaning, he, he touched one word in the Gemara differently and no one could budge because when Emes, brokers no ability. You, you, once you're one step off Emes, there's a lot of room to go back and forth. But if you're able to hit it straight, then that's MS. I remember my father, of racha. he didn't speak openly when he wanted to criticize, but you caught on. He had said a share and I was walking back with him. And I told him, you could say it differently, you could, you could make the cheshb different, something like that. And he said, self-deprecatingly, but I think he meant me. He said, In other words, these are the things you say the way you need to work out the she'er. You know, it was overtly as if I only said it because I needed it for the cheshbun, I think he meant to say, you're saying it because you're trying to to, to work out a different angle for yourself. He was extremely, he was laconic, my shver, because his point was that if you hit the nail on the head, then words detract, they don't add. There was a certain emislamito of approaching. One Shabbos morning, I was learning with a Havrus of mine. And we found something that we thought supported Reb Chaim We went; He was sitting and learning, sometimes if there was a big gun in the house, occasionally he would come up and learn after davening. And we went over and showed him the raya. He looked at it for a minute, and then he groaned, as those who might still remember, and he said, the, um, he quoted a Chuvash Chavas who brings a famous quote that's a quote in different ways from Aristotle. He said, Plato is beloved. Socrates is beloved. But the Emes is more beloved than both of them. He said, I love my shear, I love you. But the Emes is more beloved, and it's just not a Hatzushtel, and it's not Emes. There was the meter of Emes. Those of you who still were Zayich HaTereb He could run rings around you with his Cheshbonus. He could say, hair-splitting Amkes. But the question was, is this really what it says? That was the meter of Emes because it's Emes in Tyre. And I want to share with you a scene that I witnessed as a very young Bachar that has remained engraved in my mind and possibly taught me a lot more than all the Shreem from Melecham. I was a young boy, I was 17 at the time. It was my first day in Yeshiva, with a Messiah's man. And at night I was learning, a Rusa was a very Hashri Bachar, and we were learning I think it was Rokhov Imaning. I'm pretty sure that was the sugya, And he had an Einfal. He had a certain understanding that would fine-tune Pshad in the Sugia And Rab Nochum was there after Mayrev. Rab Nochum was already beginning to become debilitated, and when he spoke to him, he would hold on to the sfarim shank with his, with his hands in the back, and he would talk. My Chavrusa told him, you know, on this and this point, this and this problem, the sukkah, yes, I wanted to say it the following way. And Reb Nachum's face lit up, and his eye, and he started saying more, my chavusa, and he stopped him and said, wait a minute. And he stood there with his face beaming and just shaking back and forth, absorbing the pshat. I don't think I'd ever seen Simcha, Oneg, like that scene. It wasn't a brilliant Chiddush. It wasn't a brilliant Cheshbun. It was a more emestika fine-tuning of the concept of Rochva And Reb Nachum stood there for long moments with his eyes closed, his face beaming, absorbing what a young Baruch so my chavurism must be 19 at the time, and it wasn't a goenis. It was, it was a finer and sharper emiss. And he stood there for long moments. And then sort of, he let go, opened up, and he said, what else did you want to say with it? Sushal so, so this, this is a good so. it's not so good, and so on and so forth. But to be able to see what the Rambam calls this oineg, vinis aneg basagosoi tachlis hatainug, that's the scene that's in my mind. The Gemara says, Gemara speaks in Shabbos about Oinik Shabbos. But it brings a posik. And I think the Pasek's focus is on Oinik. It says, Oztis'aneg al Hashem v'chalticho nachlas <laughs> Yaakov you will be Zoha to be Miss Anegon Hashem. And then you will have the Nachla of Yaakov. And the Gemara says, what is Yaakov's Nachla as opposed to Avram and Yitzchak? HaKadosh Baruch Hu promised that's all to everybody. Avram has a limitation, it's as far as he walks. Yitzchak's limitation is where he is. Yaakov's Nachla is Belimitzarim. The middle of Yaakov from the Ovis is Emes. Titin, Emes, Li yaakov and Yaakov is Kinege Teirah of of Sodom, Avodah and in that order, that's what Yaakov is. If we're to ask ourselves, what is bound by time and what's boundless? Rashi says, what does Beli Mitzarim mean? She'ein kates They're endless. Because all of the midas of HaKadosh Baruch are bounded. There's chesed, but it has a gavul. Every mida is a means for something and therefore it's always counterbalanced. Emes is never counterbalanced. There is no counter to emes. Because emes is the emes. Things that a person is not really misanig from. We have a limit to how much we can do if we are doing something out of obligation, out of, out of compulsion, out of anything other than tainuk. That nachla is bounded. The nachla blimitzorim, that have no kates. That nefesh adam is not cuts, Is the nachla of the oinig of emes. The nachla, it's boundless. Emes is boundless mitzvah baruch Hu, and oneg is bounded. Is boundless mitzvahs. I want to say something personal. Most everybody here has learned in yeshiva has children learning yeshiva, will have children learning yeshiva. And Baruch Hashem, the, 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 the conditions of the yeshiva today, Allah Ein Erech, and so you all saw the cutlery and the, the silverware that are on exhibit, museum pieces downstairs, that was the yeshiva by us, there was no heating, there was many, many things that were lacking. But that focused us there was only one thing the me yeshiva had, and that was Emes, and that was the tainug of Emes. You send your children, you will send your children. We live our lives. The one thing that ensures that we can continue doing it, we as miras, the yeshiva itself, has like Dr. spoke, the Syate Shmaya Milamalo. But we, the Atamat Vekam Ashemala Kechem, to be Dovakna Kurishparaku, we need to sharpen ourselves the sense of emis and the sense of onik. Our children need to grow up with that same picture. It's a new door and each door has its but the, if, if a child, if, if, somebody, I, if somebody knows that the picture of the greatest oinig that he ever saw in his life, the happiest person was a person that was, that just heard a new connection, the a Manik, because it gives the Sugi a different clarity, then you don't believe it. Yes, you, you may be tempted temporarily, but I know there's one place that has that oinig, that av, and that's the mokum where there's Emes, and the Mokum where people are misanigan on Emes. So yes, 200 years, different families, different towns, different Darche <laughs> limud, different <laughs> Darche <different, different laughs> Musa, but if it, if it lasted boundlessly, Be'ez <laughs> HaShem, that means there was a convergence of two nekudas. People were looking for Emes, and Emes was their Tainuk. I think it's a moment it's at Shmaya. Bez Hashem, the yeshiva has a chusarabim of, of the Rosh and the diarists and everything with it. We, as mirrors, as people have learned, as people have helped, as people have hung on to the mirror, we need to be misfowled. That a Baruch, who should help us focus. On the emes because it's emes, and on the tainug, and may us tis and may our nachal of ruchnius become a nachal of mitzvirim